Hello and welcome to D-Up Basketball. This is the podcast that you've all been waiting for. Uh, thank you again for stopping in and taking a seat at the table with me, Louis Belletta. We have a lot of stuff to get to because... You know, over the last couple of days, the guys have come into my building at Lifetime at Sky. Uh, we're going to go over some of the NBA players that were there, uh, like Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, and uh, who's the other guy, Serge Ibaka, and uh, Dennis Smith Jr., to name a few. We're going to go over uh, most improved players I've seen, who's doing what down there. Uh, it was obviously a run. A lot of runs happened in the summertime over here. Uh, let's get to NBA free agency right now, though. So right now, uh, in free agency, I think Steve Kerr had made a comment about Anthony Davis and how he doesn't want the Anthony Davis trade to become a standard for the NBA. Uh, basically, how he doesn't like how Anthony Davis will demand a trade while under contract, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Now, uh, a lot of commentators have uh, made their their comments and their their analysis of these comments, their opinions. Uh, I want to say, I, I skip over a lot of the minutia, and I want to look at it from a from a long point of view. Um, I'm not so upset about those comments. You know, it's not that I, I don't agree with Steve Kerr. You know, I think that players should be honoring their contracts a little bit more. I think that they should have a little bit more loyalty to the city in which they play and a little bit more gratefulness, yet I do believe in a player's power of decision. So I have more of a balanced view on it. Where I go wrong with this statement is that it's coming from Steve Kerr, and Steve Kerr has absolutely no right to be talking right now because, number one, you are on it. You are coaching an NBA All-Star team with, you know, before it was Clay Thompson. Steph Curry, Draymond Green. You're coaching this NBA All-Star team, basically, and you win 72 games, is it? Yeah. No, 73 games in a year. 73 and 9, right? And then you go, and you have the audacity to pick up Kevin Durant, who is a free agent. Now, I know Kevin Durant wasn't disobeying a contract. I know Kevin Durant did everything the right way, yet... I don't agree with these comments coming from Steve Kerr because it is Steve Kerr. You basically let a ridiculous, unfair super team form. And I feel like that hurt the NBA more than anything a person can do by not obeying their contract or an Anthony Davis or Paul George, any of those guys. I'm sorry. I know he was trying to take a shot implicitly at LeBron James by talking talking that way about the Anthony Davis trade and the standard that it set. But... You have to always consider the source. I'm sorry if I'm Steve Kerr, if I'm the coach or I'm the GM of that team. I I just can't let that happen. It was so horrible that Kevin Durant was able to join a team that had three insane superstars on it. It was the most stacked team ever put together. So if if anything's ruining the NBA, that's Steve, you know, your team kind of did the most in ruining the NBA. Don't worry about your your, your uh, uh, Anthony Davis trade, okay? You just zip it, quiet. Moving on. As you know, in NBA free agency, this year, more than ever, you heard that players were committed to teams before NBA free agency actually started. Now, that could be in violation of a lot of rules, and the NBA is investigating uh, a lot of these these. Uh, these situations like the Paul George situation that uh, that 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 happened um, 
you know, the, 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 the Kemba Walker. I mean, think about this. Kemba Walker was in Boston three days before free agency officially started, and then we were almost confirmed that Kemba was going to the Celtics beforehand. I mean, there's a lot of weird things going on. Look, uh, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, you know, basically being committed to Brooklyn before free agency even started. So the NBA is investigating a lot of these these scenarios and looking at what they can do uh, because a lot of there's been a lot of complaints to the uh, about the teams uh, from the teams that have missed out on these large free agents. And uh, I think it's a good thing. I think uh, teams should 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 definitely uh, uh, have some rules and and every team should have a fair shot. Yet Again, I am a player power on the player power side as well. I want them to have some play, some 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 strength in talking to each other, some power in talking to each other. I mean, you're never going to really stop players that are friends from FaceTiming, from talking to each other, to texting, hanging out. That's always going to be there, and that should be there. It's a human part of any sport. Getting back to the runs at Sky, uh, Lifetime at Sky is the building where I live. Uh, there's a bunch of NBA players that come down here and we play, uh, they play all the time. And um, this next two weeks is going to be pretty busy uh, with a lot of the, the, the star power and the guys that come for the, for the full court runs. They like to play against each other in the summer. And uh, the spot is, is over here. And I got a chance to see some of the guys play yesterday. And uh, part of this podcast is going to be giving you my review of what I saw. First off, Donovan Mitchell. Now, Donovan Mitchell was down here, parked his, his Porsche car right outside, and he was more flary and more fundamentally sound than any player I've seen in person in a long time. I mean, the guy has skilled athleticism, you know, windmill off the backboard, catching alley-oops, three-pointers from everywhere, dribble, handle. I mean, he's got everything. Uh, by far, no doubt, best player on the cart, court. Uh, Donovan, look for him to have an amazing year this year. Uh, he's going to be one of the best players in the NBA in the next couple of years. Uh, the guy can fly. Like I said, he can create off the dribble, get to the rim anytime he wants. He's intense. He's athletic. He's fast. He's powerful. He's, he's got everything. The guy, guy's got everything. So Donovan Mitchell gets the MVP award for the pickup game. Now, uh, Trey Young was also down there. Uh, Trey Young obviously working on his handle and getting to the rim. And he... He's doing a great job of it. He uses his offhand really well to feel, feel where the defender is at all times. Trey Young is one of the is going to be one of the most improved players this year. Even though he had a wonderful second half of the season last season, and he improved from the first half of the season in his rookie year, um, he is going to certainly show his improvements this year. We all know he could shoot from anywhere on the court, but right now he's working on what he needs to work on, which is his his driving capability and his strength getting to the rim, getting bumped, finishing, and he's doing it. Um, look for Trey Young to have a wonderful year. Now, tied with number two for the players in this pickup game was Dennis Smith Jr., and I give him a most improved award as well. Uh, the reason why, 
Dennis has worked on his jump shot flawlessly. Uh, his jump shot looks really smooth. It's not doesn't have that hitch in it like he used to have. It's an odd little hitch that he has. Uh, the ball is being released in the right pocket the right way. It's very smooth coming out of the pocket. The wrist, the rotation, everything is wonderful. Um, athleticism through the roof, and I think you all know that. I mean, he was 316 in the game, put uh, Aliyu on the, uh, underneath the legs um, before the games. Uh, the guy is a you know genetic athletic phenom. Uh, he can shoot. He can you know. It, it, I'm sorry. It, when he can shoot, which you know we will have to test him out in the uh, in the regular season. Now, if Dennis Smith can shoot in the regular season, if those balls could start to drop, you know he had this one beautiful step back. He's been working on this step back three pointer. I mean, if he can do that, if he can. If he can really make those that that form that he's been working on match the percentage of buckets, and it might take another year for him to do that, the Knicks are in really great shape. Because then you can use Dennis Smith Jr. as your point guard, as your true point guard, because he's not going to have any flaws in the game other than his uh, uh, his. I, I I would say he would he would just need to be a little bit more consistent and play hard, but. Uh, yesterday in the pickup, he played very hard, and I gave him that running back on every play. Um, very intense, very hard worker, and I hope that this keeps up for Dennis Smith Jr. Serge Ibaka was there. Serge uh, lost a lot of weight, slimmed down a lot. Uh, is in fantastic shape, and uh, you know, Serge is Serge. Not much to report there. The one thing that I will say is Carmelo Anthony. This is the the negative part. <laughs> um, Carmelo Anthony shot about 15% from the field. Airballed a three-pointer. His shot's off. You bump him a little bit, he's going to miss. Get in his face even a tiny bit, he's going to miss. And like I said, he airballed an open, wide-open three-pointer. I mean, people were embarrassed for Melo. And that's why I say Melo's not going to be signed with a team this year. Um, his game has been degraded. He has degraded his own game somehow. I don't know how that's happened, but usually a fantastic basketball player or shooter doesn't lose his shot ever. You can always have that shot. It seems that Melo has lost the touch. Uh, Melo is not the same Melo we used to see. And um, as he gets slower and as, you know, he's never played defense, um, as that shot goes, so does his shot for any career. So does his chance for any NBA basketball team. And I don't see one team right now that Melo would fit on. I really don't. As a 10th or 11th, 12th option, sure. You can come into the game. You want to give him like a, uh, I guess like a, um, a Kyle Korver role, like my friend said, uh, three-point shots. But that's fine, right? But Melo is not mellow anymore uh, watching him play was pretty was pretty sad now I know there's a lot of people out there that are very much into mellow and love him and yeah he might be a great guy he might be well-spoken nice person all that blah 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 I'm only concerned about the basketball that's all I care about and what I saw was horrible and one of the worst players on the court I know it's hard for you to to imagine but mellow really stunk up the place uh, getting back to the the large picture of the NBA, I feel the NBA is is the at the most exciting point it's been in years and years right now. All the teams have their duos. 
everything is wide open. I'm picking Philadelphia and the Milwaukee Bucks in the East. Those are my, my teams. Can Joel Embiid stay healthy? That's the question. If he stays healthy, I feel the 76ers are there. Uh, they are missing some some great shooters, maybe one one great shooter. I mean, uh, uh, maybe they get a guy. Who knows? But uh, they do need some shooting on that team. Uh, Milwaukee is right up there, like I said. Uh, Celtics on paper look – I feel the Celtics are going to be a surprise this year. I think they're going to do really well with Kemba. Uh, Jason Tatum's going to develop. You know, Kyrie kind of stalled things over there. No matter which way you cut it, that's what happened. So uh, Celtics are, are a dark horse, I'd say, in that East. Uh, in the West, obviously, watch out for Utah. Oh, boy. Watch out for Utah. Watch out for Denver. Um, you know, Houston's a, we don't know which way Houston's going to go. Uh, but the Clippers are my number one team in the West, uh, the Clippers, no doubt, will rule the L.A. Lakers. Uh, I said it here first. You want to, you know, throw darts at me when uh, the L.A. Lakers do play the Clippers and win? That's fine, but it's not going to happen. The Clippers now rule the L.A. Lakers. They rule L.A. They have a better organization. They have a better team. Um, when we're talking about Paul George, when we're talking about Kawhi Leonard, and we're talking about Patrick Beverly, those are three pit bulls who will stop any three of the L.A. Lakers. When the L.A. Lakers bring up the ball, whether it be Le- uh, uh, LeBron James or Rajon Rondo, they're going to be shaking in their boots. And that's because of the pressure that no one has seen since the Chicago Bulls days of Ron Harper, Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, Dennis Rodman. That, that perimeter defense team is up there as the number one ranked defensive perimeter team I mean, since that I've ever seen. So this is the second. So the LA Clippers are right there. Um, no one is winning a champion, which I, you know, there's no secret. I'm not a LeBron fan, but it kind of made me happy that LeBron will not win another championship again. You heard it here first, okay? When Kawhi made the decision to go to the Clippers instead of the Lakers, that sealed the deal. LeBron will not win another championship again unless he decides to go to the LA Clippers. <sighs> Tell me what you think. Who do you think is is going to rule L.A.? The Lakers or the Clippers? You think it's LeBron City or do you think it's Kawhi City? What do you think? I want you to write in. My Facebook and my Instagram is Lewis space Edward space Baletta. That's L-O-U-I-S space E-D-W-A-R-D space b-a-l-l-e-t-t-a and i want you to dm me i want you to message me and like and comment on my stuff and again i want to hear about what you want me to talk about on this nba podcast because i enjoy hearing from you guys as you know to make this a better show i like to talk about what you guys challenge me on so tell me if i'm wrong tell me if you think i'm wrong everything is subjective so i could be always wrong um so until another episode, stay tuned because there's more to go. There's more summer leagues. There's more uh, rumors. There's more this. There's more, there, there, we have a very full summer to talk about this historic, this historic free agency season. So uh, buckle, buckle up. I'll see you here next week. This is Louis Belletta from D Up Podcast. Share it with your friends. Tell your friends. It's free. Have them download it if they love the NBA. 
I'll talk to you soon.
Sports betting is sweeping across the country faster than the coronavirus, and wagering week is your antidote. I'm Tom Barton, and I'm a veteran sports analyst and respected sports handicapper who helped build ESPN's brand. I've been recognized and awarded by Pro Football Weekly and Gaming Today magazine as the honest handicapper. Let the other guys give you the same old boring sports talk with the same tired storylines. We'll give it to you straight here every Friday on Wagering Week. Don't gamble with other podcasts. Let Sports Garden Network's Wagering Week help your bottom line.